welcome. I don't know, so there's like five cameras right here. So I don't even know which camera I'm looking at, but I think it's that one. All right, we're, we're doing this. And look, we're already live, so this is this is part of it. So welcome to Energy Crew uh, with me, your host, J.P. Warren. And uh, with us today, we have uh, Tom Heitzman, the uh, Director of Business Development. Uh, he's driving value through sales, marketing, corporate strategy. Um, a lot of buzzwords. A lot of huge buzzwords, which I like. I like buzzwords. Buzzwords are huge these days. <laughs> yeah. It's not called sales anymore. It's like optimization, yeah. delivering results, uh, yeah, results driven. Like oh, wait, synergy. dude. Get closer. closer. It's time to turn it up. Turn my mic up. Here we go. Okay, turn my <laughs> mic up. No, bring it closer. But even closer? All right. Sorry, I'm new to this. You see where mine's at? It's been a while that close. All right. Yeah, let's Got get it. there, man. All right, here we'll we go. We'll get there. All right. <laughs> so, again, let me get up to your title again. Tom Heitzman, Director of Business Development, driving value through sales, marketing, and corporate strategy. And he is with Well Database. That is true. Yeah. That's it, man. So, yeah. Buzzwords, but uh, yeah, no, happy to, uh, glad to to meet up in in person or at least a second time. Yeah, uh, we met one time before at the the Energy Tech Night. Yeah. Which is a great night, by the way. Yeah, no, busy, busy night. So, I think I caught your ear for about 30 seconds between conversations. Dude, uh, there was just so much going on that night. No, it was, uh, it was. Pretty well done event. I mean, it was packed in there. It was, Not to be cliche, but the energy was there. The energy was there. The energy was there. Yeah. And so it that was, was uh, yeah, that was it was a good night. So it was, uh, and obviously all the presenters did a great job. So I, you know, hats off to them. How do you think? Okay. So okay. So were yeah. you there? Were you there for my uh, rambling uh, speech? Oh, uh, your ramblings. No. So I was out in the lobby so, trying so, to get a so get a you, drink. And uh, yeah, so when so. you said all the presenters did well, I knew that you weren't there for all of them because. <laughs> I gave like a six minutes ramble on. I don't know what I was talking about speech. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I, yeah, no, I missed that. I saw the the images, like the captures after. So you look, it looked, okay. it looked like you knew what you were doing. We so can I, check it out on YouTube if you want. That's, check yeah. it out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, John, our one of our founders and CEO, he was at the first tech night, um, oh. was one of the presenters. I was back at like, you know, Keg and, and Little Caesars level. Um, was that Roy Strong was at Corva, right? I remember seeing. I think so. I remember yeah. seeing that video. And so that was one that's like pre pre my time with the company. Again, kind of think earlier in the Wildcatters days. Okay. But uh, yeah, John was one of the first people doing that. He's you know been on some of their podcasts before. So we go back. So with y'all, the group. But so, this was definitely a bigger uh, bigger scale. But it was you know still the same mission, same. same so we'll database and digital. Y'all have been together for. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, they can probably fact check it after, but I, I think it's been you know, at least a few years of kind of working together on some events or podcasts, things okay. like that. So we'd try to, you know, at least contribute what we can, even if it's, you know, random swag for giveaways and, and things like that. So, um, and yeah, I guess I go back for how I even got connected well database, met John and the team was, was through a networking event with, uh, with Colin and Jake. And so yeah, kind of a lot of, a uh, lot of history there. Well, let's peel that onion. Let's peel these layers away Perfect. from you, Tom. Like I want to know more about you, man. Thank okay, you. that's the point of this. Okay, All right, sounds good. All right, yeah. Talk to me. Yeah, well, where'd you grow uh, up? Where? So I uh, grew up in uh, Minneapolis, oh, Minnesota, out of state, or okay. Yeah, I gotta hide the O's, but uh, yeah. So right, spent about twenty-two years of my life growing up there. Um, you know, me and Justin Gautier, we'd we'd meet at the Canadian border and wave as little as young boys. Um, just kidding. Well, look, no, he's, uh, I know it's a joke. I go back I with Justin, but he's a good guy. But yeah, because always he probably didn't have a shirt on at the time. Yeah, yeah no, I've I've seen him with a shirt about half the time. It's just never know, 50, has it 50. on. Yeah, but um, which you know. So wait, so so did you know anything about the oil and gas industry growing up nothing, in Minnesota? Nothing at all. No, and I, 
I've always, uh, it, it naturally slips out every, when I talk to Canadians, they always be like, Hey, something feels familiar. I'm be like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm like, you're slightly Southern. I'm neighbor. trusting you a little bit more yeah. than most people. What's exactly. going on they, here? They, they hear the O's slip. And so, so yeah, I grew up there. Um, you know, really, I guess, uh, kind of going back my, I double majored in finance and marketing to I mean, there's zero oil and gas in, in Minnesota. I mean, so what did, so what did, so I guess what, did you have any uh, per, preconceived perceptions of the industry or anything like that? I, I certainly, I grew up in Connecticut. So okay. I, so I certainly well, then, Yeah. Then I'll get there. Yeah. So, I mean, we get so, real, man. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as, uh, notions, I mean, it was pretty much nothing, uh, maybe slightly to the, the negative end because all you saw yeah. was like, you know, ocean oil spills or, uh, things like that. Um, and so it really not a lot. And so okay. we, you know, we, uh, you know, me and my wife grew up in Minnesota, went to high school together. High school sweethearts. Started, uh, Did y'all date in high school? Senior year. Really? So yeah, yeah. Okay. I, so, uh, that was, we started dating that year. Um, just Did y'all go to college together. Uh, we did. And then we, so we started off at, a, at the same college together about a semester in, I was, I was pre-med, uh, just started to lose my mind over it. I'm like, I can't so is that how, is that how you got her in uh, in high school? You're like, yeah, I'm going to college to be pre-med. And she's like, I better latch on to this guy. Yeah. I think it was, it was something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, the hook, uh, the long con. Yeah, exactly. I got her. Um, and so we, uh, we'd like, I, I was like, yeah, I'll go pre-med. Why not? And about, you know, during that first semester, I right away, I'm like, this is not for me. I'm not doing, I can't do eight years of this. I don't have the passion for it. Like right. I started to have like a breakdown you don't have the passion to help and save people yeah no i just uh that's not there just rather just you know natural selection let it let it happen okay i'm with you the total opposite but no it's uh so i just uh i'm like i i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna go to school for something i clearly don't want to do so i kind of start doing the community college route i'm like i'm just let me get a little baseline then landed at a like a private college in the city to to finish my like business and, and finance degrees um, and then after that, and we got, we got married in college. I was freshly 22. She wasn't even 21 yet. Um, just cause, and so we get a lot of <laughs> jokes about I'm not either saying what anything. There. I'm not saying anything. Uh, I love no, how you're trying to talk your way. Well, let me just explain like, yeah, why. You gotta just, you, there's a lot of explanation. <laughs> to <be had. laughs> I'm not um, asking. And, um, had a, uh, a baby more or less on purpose right away too. But okay. Nine months later, so, you know, all those things happen. And then, um, yeah, so we, I'm, you know, finishing school, working a couple jobs. Um, you know, I say like, there's no better multitasking than like trying to put a baby to sleep while you oh. finish a, a, a term paper or something. And so grind that out. Um, and then we're just kind of like, we're, we just really want to get out of the state. We've okay. Our whole lives, wanted to branch out. My in-laws have moved to Connecticut for work. What part and, of Connecticut? Uh, they, so they were in uh, Easton at the time. Okay. Kind of, so lower like Fairfield County. That yeah, that's so, where I grew up, Fairfield County. You did? Yeah. All right. What, what town? Westport. Okay. Yeah. We ended up in Weston for a while. Too, yeah. So just basically Weston's a great, yeah. Weston yeah. was uh, the north of a. Uh, exactly. So yeah. we always say we were like kind of, we were just rich by association. Like we didn't fit in at all. But is, yeah, but it's legit up there. It is. Yeah. And so we, they went out there for work and we're just kind of like, well, let's try the East Coast. Like we at least know we have some family. So we just went out there like no job, no anything. And so I started, uh, I'd always worked in restaurants. So that was the first thing I went to. I was like, I know I can. Do okay. That. What'd you um, do at restaurants? I was a, usually a server. Um, and so it's like, I would just kind of do the, the grunt work all the way through. And so it just kind of. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. You're serving. You're yep. serving me. I'm a, I'm a customer. You bet. Okay. And I drop this line, right? And I say, you know, I finish my plate and I say, you go, hey, sir, how was it? And I say, hated it. What's your reaction? 
when I clearly loved it. When you came up, well, I, I would, I'd always default to like, so sorry to hear that. What can we get you? You know, well, no, no, no. you know, the, no, the, you know, the joke. Yeah, exactly. Like so you, you hated it so much. You finished it. Yeah, you know, exactly. so Most of the time it's like, you just do the, uh, you go back to the manager, you kind of cuss out behind in the kitchen and you just slap a smile back. On yeah. I got like table there, 37 again. This guy with yeah. the jokes. And they just go like, well, what was wrong? And they're like, nothing. And they're just great. Take it off. I don't care. And it's, so it's, I mean, restaurants are, I still have a place for them in my heart. Like I did it for years. Like, I think it's one of those jobs that it's like, I don't have like oil field service. Like you, in got, the any field good, experience, you got any good stories? You got any good? Well, first off, gosh, I don't think, I, I, I think honestly, I think being a server, you know, uh, yeah. waiter, waitress, whatever you want to call it, server and all that stuff. That's got to be one of the toughest. I mean, that is customer interaction nonstop. Yeah. You're dealing with people that are expecting you to serve them. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it's like their little piece of royalty when they go out, like, yeah. treat the waiter like shit or treat the waitress oh, no, like you get, I, you hate, see I can't all stand that. the worst parts of humanity. And it's that's where it's like, whether it's, you know, I've done retail, I've done that, where it's, I think any low level job you have to eat shit is somebody should do it. You know, it's like, it's one of those things I never got to work in the field, you know, in the oil industry. Oh, but you ain't a You know, so it's like, yeah. but I'm like, I understand the concept of like, you're going to do terrible work for long hours, get treated poorly. And, but, but you do it. You learn a lot along the way. And like, again, you meet probably the same thing. Like you meet a lot of great people, a lot of borderline crazy people. I would assume too. That's also kind of learning a lot of like uh, de-escalation stuff. I mean, you get a customer that complains that yeah. their steak isn't well done enough. Yeah. And they start complaining. I mean, you can't be like, hey, you're the one that ordered it this way, idiot. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, no, I totally get that. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, I've, especially early on when you're like searching for jobs and stuff where I'm like, I took that as like, these are the skills that are going to like help me now. Cause it's like, I know how to take something bad and turn it better. You know, like, you got to learn how to like frame it up the expectations. Like, I'm sorry that you didn't expect, you know, this to have X when clearly it's in the title, but like, you just. So it's helped you. Yeah, definitely. And it's, you, you de-escalate, you get the customer service, you, you turn any good, bad you any, into good. You got any good uh, stories from uh, your service days? Oh gosh. I mean, too many times I ended up like just covered in something nasty in the back as a, a you know, dishes tip over or something. Uh, oh, like in a crowded kid when Daniel LaRusso was spying on uh Oh yeah. Johnny, so there's, there's yeah. nothing like having like a garlic sauce, like drip into your socks. That's pretty fun. So just... There's been, yeah, I mean, you have the the days where a single turns into a double. No, so what about work? 10 to 2 a.m. If you had, like, just, the worst table. Oh, man. What would be the worst table or one of the worst tables that you dealt with? Uh, Some of the, I'm trying to think, the worst ones. So it's like, I I remember one where it was a, like, it was a, gosh, probably 14 to 18 people. Like, just a giant group. And it was an absolute nightmare. Like, nothing was on the same page. Like, they argued through every single point. They ended up like splitting up the check in a, like probably more ways than there were people and almost like none of them tipped in any way. And so it was like just kind of like it ate up a solid two, three hours of a day. You're running ragged and you get nothing. It's like the whole time they're just bad attitude towards you. It's problem after problem. And then you get absolutely nothing. And you just go, you know, stand in the walking cooler in the back, you know, maybe scream and let it right go. back to the floor. And so it's just kind of I mean, it's. But again, a way that you want to, you work hard, make pretty decent money in a short turnaround. So it's like when you're in college or you're younger and you want to do it, like, I don't know if I could handle it anymore, but, um, but it's, it is interesting to do. And I, I think anybody can gain a lot from any type of job. Like I've that. done a lot of weird jobs. You know what I mean? Like I, I was a janitor at a church. I was, a, yeah. that was my first job. Then I was a garbage man. Nice. All right. Yeah. And I was maintenance for the town of Westport. All right. Then, uh, then I was, uh, set. So you got yeah, security. So you 
Say, beach it, secured. What's Garbage Man in Westport like? I mean, oh, do you have to take off the Rolex first? Or well, first how does that off, work? It's, I mean, it's, 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 trash doesn't <laughs> know uh, a class, okay? It's like, Fair. well, no, actually, that's not true. That's not true. Let me back up. Trash does know a class. This is why. Okay, so I feel like if I was garbage man in like Texas or Galveston or something like that or Louisiana, like yeah. I'd be like, you know, you, you go in the summers, you dump it in, it's going to be like a lot of crawfish stuff probably, right? Fair, fair, yeah. Up there, it's a lot of like clams and yeah. like like still lobster. Seafood, it's still seafood, but, yeah. But it's 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 a different, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it is kind of a class thing. But it was man, honestly, you wake up early, like you listen to like rock, like the guys. It was it was it was. I mean, I got. Sort they like they used to like like so I was like sixteen working you know, like me and my three buddies yeah. you know what I mean like we thought that like you go there like you know in the summertime knock off have some beer sleep under the truck like because that's like yeah. kind of the reputation that's well it got see, new yeah. management oh, so okay. dude these guys like, you know, like dump the trash they used to get out of the trash like you see any good thing in there they used to go and like hunt for like you know, like nudie magazines and like oh, wow. take them out of the trash I remember very, one time he's very like enterprising yeah he <laughs> found like a VHS he's like you want this I'm like. First off, I'm 16, bro. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah I still with my parents. I don't need this. Yeah. He's like, good thing you didn't take it. Like the next day, he's like, good thing you didn't take it. You got stuck in the VHS. I was like, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, like I got it. But honestly, it was fun. It was a good experience. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like you say, you meet a lot of interesting people and it's, uh, no, it's, it, it can be a fun experience. You know, just like any, and, and I think it does kind of, it builds in a lot of, uh, maybe empathy is the word. I don't know if it's the right, but at least a, uh, you know, kind of yeah, just I'm just putting frame your, yeah. your mindset of you know what's going on because I think it's it happens way too. I mean, you see less and less people doing like trade type jobs. There's still a lot of things that are quote unquote beneath people, and it's just you know I I think when you have to go through kind of grinding to make meet ends meet, you know, and the people you're kind yeah. of along with, where it's like it's it just kind of gives you that perspective. Dude, I remember I remember a huge red flag when I was dating was like if someone was rude to like a. Uh, yeah, no, uh, that's just that's, that's a that's, huge red flag. It's a non-starter. And like my my wife's dad is is a chef. I mean, he did restaurants for yeah. years, his own catering company, a bunch of stuff. And it's so it's like we always. I think it was part of that where I think I gained a little respect because it's just like, well, I mean, even if he's a dummy, like he sure works hard. <laughs> that's so a, like honestly, like like you know, I, I'm always talking to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always trying to be kind and all that stuff. Like especially with my daughter. You know what I mean? Like. You're talking to someone that's checking you out at the, uh, at the at the grocery store. You're talking to you know the waiter that comes, like not yeah. just placing your order, but you're being kind, you're being respectful. Like, yeah, you need we need more of that. Yeah, I mean they're doing this for you. Yeah, you know, it's like I think it's a lot of times. I mean, you know, I, I have kids too, and it's you know again not. I think it's just kind of sometimes you don't think about it. like this is the way it is. These people like it's like my teacher. They probably live at school. This person, yeah, the grocery store probably lives here, and this is they love doing this. And it's like, well. Maybe they like Chances their job or they don't, you know, but it's like people just do jobs and, you know, and they're just like, oh, I wish like, I wish we didn't even have to pay money. We could just keep it all. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't work that way. You know? And so it's like a lot, a lot of things you get is somebody else working hard on your behalf, yeah. you know? And then it, again, you, you pay for it, you get it somehow. You just got, you just got to treat them nice. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, and it shouldn't be that hard. It just definitely seems like it is, but, uh, you know, so it's. That's a whole. So how'd you get out of the, the, the restaurant, uh, industry? So I, yeah. And I stayed in it for a while. I mean, like, as you know, Connecticut is a extremely expensive state. Mm -hmm. So like we moved there, we're living with my in-laws, uh, working in a restaurant. Then I just took the first full-time job I could find, okay. uh, which was at a mineral company at the time called Uniman, um, owned by Sabelco, which is a Belgian company, like largest mineral company okay. in the world. Like one of those things nobody ever knows about. Cause I knew about it, but I need you to, to clarify for the listeners. No, fair enough. Yeah. 
of course. And, yeah. You know, all about the, the dirt game. So it's like, I took a job in their energy division, which was focused on fraxing. Was this in Connecticut still? Yeah. Okay. So they were headquartered there. Um, and again, they did a lot of, you know, golf course sand, glass, like all ceramics, and then energy was frac sand. Okay. Um, and so I just took a customer service job doing that. And I worked two jobs, you know, so I'd go there in the morning and then drive from, it was in uh, New Canaan. Yeah. Of all places, again, like oil and gas capital of the world. <laughs> You just uh, take a home of Ralph Lauren. Se- was it Route Seven up there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm doing that, and then I'm driving, you know, out to this, you know, Spanish wine and tapas bar. To, and I'm, you know, gonna do that till midnight, and then wake up and do it again. And because it's Barcelona, yeah, that's where I work. Barcelona, Barcelona. Uh, and so, yeah, I worked at the the Fairfield location. Are you impressed that I knew that, by the way? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know when they started. If you would have been long gone by then, but you no, know, great. I mean, still great restaurant. I well, think. and also I read your LinkedIn. Fair enough. Wow, Touché. the research. Got me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that. And then really I just, gosh, we were up there only about two years. Um, and they wanted to more, more people come to their Houston office. Okay. And my gut reaction is like, I'm not moving to Texas. Like I'm just, nah, why? No way. I just, I definitely had preconceived notions. What was the, no- what was the notion? Just like I like it's, and it's okay to bring this up now because you live here now. Deserty, you know, to, un- <laughs> You know, maybe too rednecky, just not gonna, yeah, not gonna, not gonna be the place. Like it's gonna just be a hot. It was too polar opposite, I guess, from where I've been living. And yeah, um, and then I'm just, I had a couple friends and uh, you know, like sales guys, uh, upper management. They're like, I trust them. Like you should, you should check it out. Like at least, like why don't you come down and visit, meet the team? And they had like pretty lean team, but just like really great energy and collaboration. And like start driving around. They had an office in the woodlands, and I'm just like, this is nothing what i imagined it was january for one so i came down and it was like 80 degrees and i just left the snow and the woodlands is all the trees yeah. just like kind of connecticut pretty beautiful too. area yeah. and like we grew up in suburbia in minneapolis so it's kind of that like hey living around like have everything you need kind of close to the city if you need but to far just, enough away far enough yeah. away it just kind of was like this feels a lot like kind of how we grew up you know like a little bigger scale and different climate but and so it just and like they're like, yeah, we want to, you know, give you this role. Was it going to be a promotion? They're going to pay me enough. I didn't need to work two jobs. And so I'm like in the airport, and I call my wife and list it all out. And she's like, so we're moving to Texas. And I was like, I, I was like, if you want to, I'm down. Giddy up. Yeah. And so it just kind of like they checked every box, and it was like we could buy a house right away. It was just, just kind of this like, oh my god, like look at this life. You know, it's like we're we're in warm weather. Like I'm out of working. A little too good to be true, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but it was, and we've been here ever since. That's now, gosh, seven years. Are you, so you in the woodlands now? Uh, We're in spring. Okay. Basically bumping up. We're like woodlands adjacent. We kind of get the benefits without the taxes. I know spring. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're close enough. It's a tiny little town up there. I don't know. The outskirts. Yeah. Um, And yeah, we've, no, we've, we've loved it. I mean, we've, I'd say definitely planted roots. Okay. Friends. I mean, it's, uh, we're as far as we're concerned, like this is home. We have no so is the adjustment leave. all right coming from uh from uh Connecticut to here? Yeah, I mean there's and it's like I I would drive like tiny beat up like gas efficient cars at first because it's what I could afford. Right, and so it's like I'd be driving like tiny like Mazda, and then I'd have like a lifted truck next to me, and I'd be like, oh yeah, like I'd, some of those moments where like yeah, this is. <laughs> Sometimes the, the amount of trucks and SUVs, the amount of trucks and SUVs in in in, in Texas. I mean, people think it's normal. You know? Oh, what I mean? no, it's cr- yeah. I mean, the and it's you know, I, I still can't get over where it's like people are buying like eighty thousand dollar trucks and stuff like that. Where I'm like, I, I mean, again, you do you. Everybody's got man. Like, their own they thing got they the like cash, to spend money on, love. but it's one of those where I'm like, wow, like that's you know, it's it's a big uh, venture. But yeah, it's it is those kind of moments where like, oh, some of the stereotypes 
you know, kind of ring true. Yeah, for a reason. I feel like I'm in a cartoon where it's like me in that tiny car and then like two trucks yeah. flanking me. And I'm like, I could drive under you right now, but uh, upgraded to a, a minivan and SUV now. So like the dab so between I had the, the two. I had but. a conversation with minivans <laughs> not that long ago. Um, first off, I, I respect that. I think okay. those are fun cars to, to drive. I, I think they get the people way too easily knock them. And it, you know, rightfully so. It's like, especially we were younger, we we're like, we're not going to be minivan parents. We're going to be cool parents. I kind of feel like. But it's a living room on wheels for one. Dude, The yeah. functionality, like it fits more, like I, I can do better moving for friends in a van that I probably can't in a truck. Like you can fit so I kind of feel there. like the board of directors at the minivan company, uh, USA, probably got together. They're like, guys, look, and girls, look, we know we got an issue. We're the minivan people. Yeah. All right. We know that. We're the no one wants a minivan. Yeah. We are we let's are make them want We are belt clips. We yeah, are, yeah. We got the cargo shorts. We got, we're jiggling change in our the, pocket. We got the wrong. Image. We're doing the peanut shake before we eat the peanuts. Yeah. You know, the whole classic dad. Home Depot dad. Yeah. But they're like, let's do something about this. Yeah. And no, they I mean, like they're legit. Well, and it's like we bought again. It's like we're by all means we came down here and it's like I said I'm not working two jobs and I'm not making like not crazy money. Like we're just like, Hey, we can have a house. That's yeah. great. And uh, like the, we bought a Honda Odyssey and it was like, I think we got it off like a recall. It was just a great deal. It'd been fixed up, but it was like, a, I'm like, this is the nicest thing we own. Like it, it's got a TV in the back. I'm like, this, this is hands down probably the, like the nicest thing we've ever purchased. Don't <laughs> so you wish like, your kids had a little bit rougher than you had? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we kind of talk, I mean, like, again, the whole goal is like, you know, make it better give them what you didn't have a better life than you have. But it is part of like, like you always kind of compare, I mean, I, growing up, it's like if I saw a friend that had just a house with a fridge with the ice maker in the door, the water in the oh, door. Oh, yeah, like, that was big. This that guy's was big. They're loaded. You know, it's like, so you could get that kind of stuff, a van with a TV in the back. Like, well, granted, just, it was a different age, but it's like it was, uh, we had a different bar set. And I think like, and again, fortunately for my kids, they have a different bar set. Too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there, with, I'm sitting there with my daughter, like we're in the car. She's like, dad, you know, she's really an ACDC right now. Nice. She's like, Dad, Go play, you know, play TNT. Yeah. Play that. I'm well, like, seven year old's a big fan of rock. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I, 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 I dig you because I can't, like, I wish you understood the fact, like, how it was. A, before CDs, how, how tapes was, you had to buy singles. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you had to, like, fast forward to the song that you wanted. It wasn't yeah. find this was a little. It was a little bit before me. I'll, I'll age you there. But well, fine. Was, even, fine. Even CDs. But I'm yeah, just saying, no, like, I, mean, I wish my daughter, like, would say, like, I'm not saying have it, yeah. have it but I'm not saying it was tough. Yeah. It was just different. I wish they understood, like, the, the yeah. hey, look. Well, well, now, like, the hardest problem is, like, why can't we do it? It's like, well, it's like I don't have a good internet signal. I can't play it on Spotify. Like, oh, oh, God. You're so broke. And I'm just like, what? It's like, I'm not. It's like, I had to listen to radio DJs, you know. Yeah, you had to make your mixtapes. Make their like, bullshit stories before they would get to and they some would, crappy Yeah, music. they would, and then they would talk, like, the first 15 seconds of the song before yeah. you hit record to make that mixtape. Do you ever listen to, like, actual radio anymore? Because no, every time I do, I, don't. I regret it. I don't. Because I'm just like, I, they used to be like the biggest celebrities in the world. You listen to it on the way to school or work or whatever, where they do those weird morning show games. Yeah, and where they do the, like, the hey, awkward day. The drive time in the mood. And they got their, this, uh, like, I don't know how they have the energy to do it. I'm like, they just must, like, cause that, that persona is just well, then, through you know, the roof. Like, so Howard Stern, like, I was listening, so I had him on uh, Sirius, right? Yep. So I love listening, I used to love listening to him a lot. I just kind of dropped off recently, not really, but past year or yeah. so, but, but used to love him. You yeah. used to listen to them all, 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 all the time. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this, but what, but I'm saying like, radio. no, but those beginning, yeah. those morning shows, like there was like, like they had all these morning shows and all this stuff, but like, it's just kind of yeah. like, now it's just like, 
it's not even entertaining. Like you yeah. can find shit elsewhere. No, you know I know. I mean? Between, I mean, like you podcast. Which again, I say not to dilute it, but I mean, like a lot of there's. I can't even keep up with the amount of podcasts I'd like to listen to. Dude, I do two a week. A drop, release two a week. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's just like you. But think about it, it's like if everybody if, say you got five podcasts you want to listen to, like it, they they can stack up. And you have twenty just, hours, of, and now of I don't have week? the uh, I don't have the commutes really since I work from home. Like just. Uh, so I'm like, I, that used to be my prime time. I go from spring to like the Galleria or I was driving around. Is that where y'all's office was? Uh, but so that my previous job was in the Galleria. And so okay. it's like, I was in sales. So I would try to be there as little as possible. Just yeah. Because, you know, in my, I mean, if you're there, you're not seeing customers. And my boss, you know, he agreed. You know, he's I don't understand. Like, Why are you wasting the hour and a half, maybe one way for yeah. Houston traffic in the morning? I just get mad. I'm not, I can't do anything maybe other than make a couple phone calls. And that's pretty pointless. You do that in your car though. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I can immediately start at home. It's kind of the benefit of what's happened i guess over the past year and a half is you find out it's like i can probably get more done in a dedicated three hours and i might six floating no that is, true. that is true and it's it doesn't come with its own challenges obviously but uh well it, it sound it sounds bad because you never want to say like oh i can get twice as much work done as because i guess our mindset in the side we live in is like well if that's the case then do more yeah i agree then we can fire half the people and yeah and i think that's you know we you know i'm you know purely entrenched in like the millennial generation you know yeah, always been like type A, very driven. And it's like you kind of, I think a lot of things over the past year kind of got stripped away where it's like we, I think we get very defined by like how productive and how busy you can be. Like it's always been a, a badge of honor if like you're really busy, like, oh, I had to work 14 hours. Or, or it's, it's like, like, or it's like you start seeing this stuff, like you go on, you know, these social media sites, it's like rise and grind. It's like, if you're not, it's like, yeah, no, it's like, no, you know, I a hundred percent, you know, was, you know, bought in and guilty of it. Cause I just, it was my a lot of my persona i got a lot of the i guess you could say self-worth value yeah. like if i'm not busy if i'm not productive grinding you know if like if i'm not doing then like what am i yeah. you know like what am i contributing and it's you get you know I, it can definitely be an unhealthy are you mindset. still like that no i've i've tried to tone it back you know it's like i've you know i've so you're still like that a little bit I mean, yeah, but that's I have fine to, i have to actively work i mean over this past year it's like i you know i've finally started going to therapy i've tried to unpack a lot of stuff where it's like i think you know, for better or worse, or forced into it or not, like mental health has started to become a bigger I dig therapy topic. Man. And it's just like I I just got more mad. I'm like, why why didn't I do it sooner? You just start to unpack things a little bit more. You understand yourself a little bit more. And it just kind of it's kind of that scary part of uh maybe you don't like what you see, maybe you don't like the answers. Was that a personal thing to you as yeah. you got to therapy? You're just kind of like you're looking in the mirror, you're like, man, I'm I'm not Yeah. No, and it just I, you know, I definitely get got bought into it's like where it's really easy to to compare what else is out there like you said you see it on social media you're doing like wow they're my age and doing x oh wow or they're this productive they're in cabo or like, again yeah and it's just kind of like well i'm doing and like i listened to uh, when you had steven on and you guys were like you were kind of saying where it's like i'm you know i'm this age and i like i feel like i haven't done the right financial thing yeah. like it's that's i have to you have to kind of choke that back manually because it's like it's really hard not to think i'm like i'm this age and then starts rabbit hole. It's like, well, that means I own like this many years. What if I don't do X? You know, it's like, I gotta, I'm not, I'm not doing it right. Dude, I'm in that boat right now, man. And it's just kind of like, I'm like, oh, I'm not, I haven't saved enough. I haven't, I don't have enough, you know, and it's, you just, I don't, I think it's. Oh, uh, okay. So that's the timer. I, the I, I do, I do like that. I do like, keep this. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't saved enough. That's where, that's where we're pausing this. Hold up. No, fair enough. Fair enough.
And we're back. <laughs> back no, to but you, so so anyway, so uh go on. So I haven't yeah. saved as, as much. Yeah, it's just it's really hard to to sometimes not compare. You know, where and it's I think you know, a lot of people you'll default to blaming social media. And I, I think it's it's a I you think just, I personally think it's keep, a lot of social media. Yeah. I mean you people have always kept up with the Joneses. You know, it's always been a thing. I just think it's a lot but now now sorry. unless you're choosing to avoid it, you will it'll be out there. You know, it's social media highlights the best things. And then you just start, you know, again, like I'm you just battle the biggest things I worry about. I'm like, am I being a good enough dad? You know, it's like you just worry it's like, am I am I screwing up my kids? Am I doing enough here? Like you just it's you start to hone in and just kind of attack probably your own self. And it's like you said, I think social media plays a part and it's just, I think social media plays a big part. I think, I think when it, what, what came from connecting people now, it's uh you know, now you got all these, you know, uh, people, you know, you're right. Keeping up with the Joneses, but now you keep up with the Joneses that you don't even know. Yeah. That live in, you know, California. Yeah. You know I work I mean? two hours a week and I make eight figures. You can do it too. Yeah. Blah, blah. Which again, it's like, you always know it's like, that's, it's dumb. You know, that's, you know, a fraction of people that do it and they're you know probably lying anyway. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's hard not to. And then it's like, if you get, you know, for me personally, it's like, I, I think I told you before this, like I got laid off right at the start of, COVID, yeah. you know, March of 2020. Um, and it's like, it took me a while to understand, but it's like that threw me for a loop mentally that I, I took me a while to kind of get to where it's like, I just, I'd always been did you, the would, achiever. Did you get lit so up like, because of COVID or was it yeah. kind of, okay. I mean, so it's like, I, I know there's the grain of salt, but like mentally I'm just taking it personal. Yeah. You know, where it's like, it's just it me. Personal. That's the problem, you know? And so it's, uh, but it was everything dried up. Like every, it's simply like I was one of 60 something like going a day, you know, it just, I was a number and it is what it is. My, the boss handled it as well as he could have. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, but it's like going back. I, I know I didn't handle it well. Cause I just kind of took it personally. I think I internalized it and just beat myself up. Like I, it, it took it as a failure. Well, but you know? also, I mean, at the same time as you're, you're trying to, and I'm not saying you, but I'm saying a lot of people during the time, um, there's a lot to process. Yeah. Um, it's, it was, you know, you, you turn on the TV, it's the world's ending, you know, yeah. uh, we don't know what's coming after us. Then you go to LinkedIn, it's, it's, it's a, it's a graveyard, you know, yeah. all these people like losing jobs, trying to find work, trying to find work. Yeah. So how do I get a job? How do I keep my house? How do I, you know, any, start going you know like, that. Oh, what yeah. if we get evicted? And, yeah. and every conversation with your, you know, friends and family is about all oh, the, the pessimism of the, you know, the, of the world and all stuff. So yeah. not only, I, I can only imagine like, you and every, a lot of other people out there that in similar shoes out there, um, you know, you lose your, you lose your job and, and then it's like, okay, well, let me get back out there. Oh, yeah. wait, can't get back out there. Why not? Let me open the window. Oh, it's doom and gloom. You can't even do anything. It's yeah. doom and gloom. That's mental health was a huge issue and still yeah. is. Yeah. And it's, age. I think it's, it's one of those things where I think it just, uh, it's like anything hard times just kind of highlight, Yeah, you know, things. So it's kind of, I think it's just brought it to the surface. And when you're sitting there, it's like, I, I, again, I think it just stripped away. It's like, okay, if like, if I'm not, yeah, I'm commuting to work. I'm waking up. I'm doing this. I'm busy. I'm busy. Yeah, like kids' Grinded. activities, school. Yeah. Like everybody, like you filled your day with, you know, everybody's life was nonstop. And then suddenly you're like, to a standstill. You know, like you're just home. You have all this. And it's like, okay, if all that else is gone, I don't know what's left. You know, it's like if I if I'm not busy and I still, you know, my making good use of my time. Like if I'm doing this, what about? Yeah, I, I think it just kind of starts to, you know, you have to. It stripped away all the other things that you kind of fill your life with. And then, so it's kind of like, all right, at this point, what's left? Like you're sitting at home so <laughs> waiting. How, so. so how did you, I guess, how, did you do a lot of reflection? Did you do a lot of meditation? What was it? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say it was 
trying to, you know, I just kind of always was, uh, I would default to complete avoiding and, and not talking about something when it's like, it'll just like, it'll be fine. You if ignore, I don't talk about it, if you ignore it long enough, it goes away. It'll be fine. Which is, it's just not true. Maybe for some things, but it's like, for the most part, like that's, I would just get more of like, uh, avoid the conflict. Yeah. Like I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable or unhappy. Just I was very people pleaser mode, yeah. you know? And so it's, I think just kind of getting to the point of like, no, you can, you know, like it's not bad to be uncomfortable. You know, it's not bad to have like a tough conversation, you know? And so I kind of think breaking that, that part down and it's, you know, pandemic wise, I, I guess there's part, I, you have that little bit of survivor's guilt. Cause it's like, I was able to find, you know, I joined well database a month after, you know, a couple of weeks after being laid off. Yeah, so in like, April. Yeah. So in that scope, that lens, like I do feel really fortunate. You know, I've been talking to them for a while. The timing just lined up and I've, I've loved it. It's a healthier work environment. Like we, you know, it's just, I just keep saying, it's like, I, I get to do things with people I get along with that I enjoy doing. And like, not a lot of people get to say that, you know? So it's like, I, I feel pretty fortunate for how, how I get to spend my days now, yeah. you know, and they, you know, they're, they're very family first and just, you know, make sure you kind of take care of you. And so it's, so it's been good, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard when, like you said, you're watching thousands of people be out of work and you know you kind of i guess survivor's guilt the only way i can think to put it is like i'm sitting here thinking about how rough my life is and somebody has been out of work for six months like do i have the right to complain and it's again kind of the perspective thing like it's not like you need to ignore your own problems or minimize it but again that perspective of like can i help can i do anything to maybe connect people to to end one person's kind of difficult time. But. You know what? That's, I think that's such a good point. I mean, cause we're talking right now, like this whole, you know, COVID people lost their jobs and all stuff like that's in the past. That's, that's still happening today. Yeah. Like people not only are losing their jobs, but they're, they've been just as you said for six months, a year yeah. out of work, trying to find, trying to find work. I spoke to some guy yesterday that uh, Keith Stelter uh, got me in touch with. Um, and, uh, uh, I don't want to, mess up his last name but he you know he's been he's been out of work uh for you know a year and he's just trying to net, like he moved to dallas and fort worth and he's mm -hmm. he's an engineer I'm, I'm actually gonna say this name if anyone's out there uh listen i'm not trying to be rude to get on my phone no but. no that's fine yeah i'd rather get it right i mean it's it's this kind of stuff that's in, important whether it's you know through podcasts or again I richard peterson richard peterson. peterson so he was out in midland then he moved up to fort worth and then covid hit and so yep. he doesn't have a network in fort worth Right. He's trying to do what he can to get out there. He's trying to utilize lean. It's just, it's yeah. just, it's just, he's been out for a year. It just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, there's not a lot of like good words to put behind it. And it's like, you don't, it's kind of like, what do you, what do you say to somebody experiencing bad time? Like somebody loses a loved one or whatever. Like, how do you, you can't really explain thoughts it away. Be like, yeah, thought, yeah. yeah, thoughts and prayers. Like, I'm sorry. And it's like, well, yeah. But, and so it's also, but those, it's like, it's hard to, it's one of those things too. It's you can't like, fix it. It's one of those like things too. It's like, you can't like, you know, people are like you can't take it personal, man. You know, you're you know, company. You you're you just you're one of those sixty. You it know, yeah, it's like it doesn't it, it, it is just, it doesn't make it easier. It you is know, personal. It's like for every person, as a ripple effect of other people. Yeah, you know, it's like that's that is their life. And again, right, wrong, or indifferent. Like we do, people get worth from their job. And obviously, it's how they push their family forward and pay for things. Like it's it does get really personal really quick when it it affects all that. So. So as, I mean, as a pe people pleaser, so I started getting on LinkedIn during the COVID times, just like yourself. And I started actually noticing uh, y'all's company, uh, Will Database, just because y'all were one of the okay. first mover. <laughs> what? Say great. <laughs> well, goal. no, yeah. because what y'all were doing, like, you know, like it was doom and gloom, doom and gloom, just lost this, 
Oil's going to this, another lockdown, another shutdown. No, thank you, government, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. And suddenly, boop, a little uh, meme comes by, no. you know, and it would kind of like. Try to be a little ray of sunshine. I like that, though. <laughs> it was, um, so the whole, like, y'all putting memes on LinkedIn and all that stuff. I, I know it's kind of, you know, we we're just talking to Chuck Yates earlier about yeah. that. Like, I'm 41 with a master's and I make memes. But it works. It draws in engagement. It draws in attention. Yeah. And so, tell me about it. Talk to me about, I guess, kind of your mindset and kind of how you kind of just said, screw it. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I, so again, I guess kind of, you know, I'll touch anything in our business development from, you know, customer service and, you know, helping issues to the marketing side. And so, a big part of it was just, you know, really is kind of guerrilla warfare on the marketing side where we just kind of try and put out content. and all of us are kind of on board of just like, we want to make some things that are fun, like obviously useful, obviously advertise the company, but it's not wrong to make, I guess, kind of poke fun of it, even poke fun of yourselves or just for too long. I think it's, things get too stuffy. I mean, anybody that follows like, you know, Colin and Jake and the Wildcatters and most of the people associated, it's how do you kind of shift some of the approach of the mindset? And I think part of that is just not taking it as serious, Yeah, you know? And so it's like, we want to, it obviously kind of gets attention, gets a laugh. It kind of, you know, if, if that's all it is, so be it. Hopefully you just kind of meet good people that it is what it is. Um, obviously you hope it drives some kind of return, but you know, it's just to, uh, I think kind of poke fun at how cliche the, you know, marketing out there is sometimes. Oh dude, I just, I'll show you something after this. (laughs) No, but but that's interesting. It's like, you're right. Like it is fun. You know, it's, it's, it's like, we're such a serious industry. But yeah. we are some of the, not some of the, like, that's the thing. Like we're, we're, we're perceived as such a serious industry. It's like, no, we got to keep our marketing this. We got to put it in this box and all that stuff. Yeah. But the people in the street are some of the most not serious people out there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we like having fun. We like the community. We like talking to people Yeah. and people talk. Yeah. No, there's a lot of great stories. I mean, the, the amount of intelligence, you know, too, in the industry, it's like, I'll, you know, as we're kind of on the topic, and I think you've touched on in previous the Will podcasts, can provide the best solutions for No, you. I'm just saying more the, uh, <laughs> man, it's it's hard not to feel like uh, outmatched sometimes with the, just like how smart people in our industry are. Oh, yeah. but, you know, it's just like I, because I've got seven, eight years in, you know, in very selective parts of it. And it's just always amazing me, like all the different areas that touch it, somebody's entire business can be about plugs, yeah. you know, and it's just like, they will know that inside and out. And I will barely know how to scratch the surface, you know? And then obviously as you deep dive into engineers, like that's, that is a world that's just like hard to even <laughs> compete with, you know? Well, but I think, uh, uh, I, I, I just had a, a, a I'm really smart. I forget who it was. Uh, I was talking to him. I'm like, man, I've been the only gas engine for over 16 years. And I think the longer I'm in it, the more I don't know shit. Yeah. It just, every like, day is kind of like. You think you know something <laughs> and there's like, there's like one, you know, a thousand other tangents you can learn about that one thing that you think, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm still, you know, learning something every day. I mean, I work, you know, our founders are involved day in, day out and they've been doing this. It, here's the, the little background. You know, it's like they've started it about a decade ago. Really is like a nights and weekends project. Did that for a few years yeah. on the side. Uh, again, like always dealt with data. They're programmers by hobby and, and background. And so a lot of things on a daily basis that go over my head, you know, yeah. though, um, you know, just because it's and that's not my my role or anything. But, um, you know, and so it's like they did that for years and then they've just kind of bootstrapped and grown, grown uh, since. And, uh, you know, even through last year, we were still able to working remote and still managed to grow through it and y'all had an excellent online presence y'all really did i mean i thought i oh, thought I the, uh, the 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 uh, the informative 
um, content coming out. I thought the memes were good. I thought it was, uh, the memes are the important one. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's really, like, it, I, I try to keep up, you know, with, uh, and it's like <laughs> what you're putting out and Colin and Jake, I'll, you know, if they're meme Kings, I'll, I'll say I'm on the meme Prince level, but you know, I, it worked, I, I man. I like to take pride it in it. Worked. So. It worked. It was, it was fun. It was engaging. And that's the thing though. A lot of people uh, going back to our, our industry being very serious. It's not, it's a, it's a fun industry. It's yeah. uh the people are fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, so have a little, have some fun while you're at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Push so, the envelope. Yeah. No, I mean, why not? I mean, it's like, again, like whether you want to, you can poke fun at yourself. You don't have to directly call out your competition. Maybe every once in a while. Has that ever happened in your life? Do you ever call out a competition? You don't have to name the competition, but yeah, I mean, it's one <laughs> every once in a while you'll, you'll make a meme and maybe throw a logo on there. And usually it gets the most attention. Yeah. Um, again, I think our larger competitors probably don't even doesn't scratch the surface. They probably don't notice or anything, but you know, it obviously gets the comment section rolling. You know, you put one out about, you know, uh, a jealous girlfriend meme that is, you know, long standing in uh meme culture. If you go back and that's it, prehistoric memes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something, you know, you're doing back in you know 2010. So, I mean, it's, it's not like I was picking from the top of the barrel on that one or anything, but it just, it fit threw it out there. You know, you get, you get, it's just like anything else. It polarizes to either end. Best thing in the world. You're making light of infidelity Somewhere in between. So for those of you, uh, for those of you that don't know what he's talking about, there's that very famous meme about the uh, guy and the girl walking down the street holding hands, the, and the guy's looking over his shoulder at this girl's walking away from him, and the his girlfriend's face is like, oh, like how dare yeah, you? Complete shock. And it's yeah. and again, like you, people have used it about eight billion times at this point at to least. represent anything that anything. you're just distracted yeah. from. You Garlic know, like, bread, yeah, yeah. You know, of uh, what are your Olive Garden? It's like I salad. Was, I thought it was pretty bread. low bar and safe. You know, just like not. Did you upset someone online? I may have. What happened? I, just apparently I was making light of infidelity. And, oh. uh, and it's like, you know, we were talking about before. It's like, I, I don't want to be the guy that's saying like, oh, it's a joke. You know, like, <laughs> but I'm like, I are, it's cl clearly something went over your head. Like it, you're just missing, like, again, this meme culture and not to get too meta. I mean, it's, there's a lot of different meaning behind them, you know? So it's like, you just. I don't know what you're missing, what you're, in, you think I'm implying, but that's definitely not it. You know, this is, there is literally no more thought here than I think I'm I trying to just poke I'm trying fun to make you, I'm trying to make you smile at man. our business. I'm trying that's to make you smile. You don't like it. Keep scrolling. Simply related to like our businesses and trying to have a little fun. You know, so my favorite thing, like first off, a tiny pebble at our competition. I can't, I can't stand when people get uh, offended by memes and yeah, especially I mean, the memes. We, okay. Okay, I'm not saying all. Look, I'm not saying there's. Oh, sure, no, there's but, plenty of things. You but I'm saying the stuff, the, about, stuff the, yeah. the, the LinkedIn appropriate, the stuff that we put out and all stuff. Like, there's some yeah. people that get offended by it. You know yeah. what I mean? That, or, or the people that I love. I love when people chime in and like do, like answer the test. Like, if I make a meme about the one I did with Hulk Hogan sipping coffee and yeah. whatever and all this <laughs> stuff and hitting the, I love. I love it. it's like you know like people chime in like it's a test on their sales like not me i'd follow up with a follow-up meeting and find out why they didn't accept it like, it's good, like good for you man yeah that's not good the, for you thanks for getting the meme that's yeah, not the point it's, like, it's, I, make, it's to make you smile make you yeah, laugh let me it's know not, when you do i can't wait yeah we're not, we're not testing you on your uh on your follow-up on your yeah. sales process yeah no, sometimes yeah it's like sometimes it's okay to be a little transparent and be like that was frustrating not i i think not every customer interaction is the salesperson's favorite just going to guess, you yeah. know, like maybe, maybe they don't love every single one, you know? So it's like, and that's okay. That's you okay. You don't have to, you know, floof it up and pretend, you know, it's not me, man. I, you, I love you it. You go back yeah. to that walking cooler, you let out a scream and then you come back with a smile. That's it. You know, like it's sometimes the sales element can, uh, 
it, it isn't always as fun. You know, like you like the conversations, but not everyone's a, a home run. You so know, that's you, okay. How are you pushing y'all's product right now? I guess uh, the fact that y'all are working from home, the fact you got there April twenty twenty. Yep. Like how are, how are you how are you personally um, doing that? Yeah, I mean a lot of it's a lot of I, I guess I say organic marketing. You know, um, go on. You know, we dab a little bit on you know Google AdWords and like just scratching the surface on like paid LinkedIn and stuff more testing than anything. But honestly, most of what we've done has just been, let's try and put it out and naturally spread it. Um, you know, we try and do webinars. You try and just stay, most of the algorithm is staying very consistent um, as far as the content you put out. And, you know, for the most part, we're, we're pretty fortunate that like that we do a lot of that to kind of drive a lot inbound. Yes. So obviously we, we still, you know, are reaching out, we get referrals, do whatever we can there, but we we get a lot of people kind of coming to us through that. Um, and again, people looking for oil and gas data, it's, I think it's just something naturally comes up and people are looking for options. And so at the very least, you know, they just drop us note like, what exactly do you do? And then you just, you have that opening. It might, that might be one email and done, you know, maybe it just doesn't fit. Maybe it turns into a brand new customer. You just kind of have to ride that. So, you know, it's just kind of very boots on the ground approach where, Every think, single lead you just you just chase out. I kind of think that's uh, you know you're seeing a lot of these a lot a lot of companies come in and like I, I I dig the organic approach like I really really do I think I think in our industry to me that's what works um, you know you got a lot of these you know third party marketing companies that are have not they're, they're not in the oil and gas industry come in you know and they're talking about optimizing Google searches and SEOs let yeah. me uh, yeah SEOs let me know how that uh, LinkedIn uh, ad thing goes because yeah. here's the deal I wrote an article article wrote a blog whatever yeah. blog post whatever you want to call it I call it you know the, the oil field doesn't Google you yeah. know it'll be released by the time we do this and yep. it's true we don't we're a bubble I mean information gets around about companies people services you know yeah products, you know, shit storms, whatever, by word of mouth. Yep. You know what I mean? We're a bubble. Exactly. And, and I, and that's good. I mean, whether it's, there's less in print, you know, it's like, we just did an article though with a, a guest article in Nate magazine. You know, we did one about, you know, cloud data solutions, yeah. uh, trying to get out to these networking events. We just were able to do Urtech, you know, the first conference really yeah. in a long time. And so it's, it's just about mix and matching and kind of making the most of what you can do. And, but it, like you said, it is all kind of in that, that sphere. I mean, the LinkedIn in that is done. Okay. Like I it's, it's done well, but it's always that question of like, what did it actually pay off? Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I think part of it is you just you can't go too many eggs in one basket. You got to spread it out. Like I think if you're only in print, you're going to have a, not a great result. Yeah. But you know, I mean that that's again, just part of it is just riding where the attention is, you know, not to get all, you know, Gary V on it, but it's uh, attention is the commodity, you know? So it's just content is King context is God is, is kind of the thing. So it's, it has to be attention grabbing, but also something worthwhile. And yeah. that's not always an easy recipe. So I think you just, you know, trial and error and keep going. I like, know, like that. Cause that's, that's very grassroots or gorilla organic, you know, I yeah. mean, I don't know any engineer that, uh, that Googles, you know, uh, you know, next, uh, you know, drill bit companies in Houston yeah. or directional, you know, companies. No, it's all word yeah. of mouth. It's relationships. Yeah. It's, I mean, we'll keep it something like somebody might Google oil, get like Texas oil and gas data or certain like high level. And so it's like, we want to make sure we're at least in somebody's view. I would assume that y'all need that. Yeah. And so like, and I think we got a lot of attention we, we get a lot of people coming in cause we also have a, a freemium or like a free version, you know, so people can get on for nothing and it's essentially you can get in and you can search and view and see and map well level data. 
to actually export and get the analytics, get deeper in the data, more data points, decline curves, all okay. that is obviously behind the paywall. That's kind of the secret sauce. But from our standpoint is most of this data is public. We want to keep it available and transparent and affordable. Um, and then, so it's like, at least on that, if like somebody's just used to like, I just go to a couple state commission sites, but it's a pain. You can do that in one place with us and probably get what you need for free. Um, and then all that others get a little bit deeper. You pay for, but probably half to 80% cheaper than you would probably find it at kind of these legacy big data. So real companies. quick, give me, give me the, give me the elevator. Cause we didn't even talk about what y'all do. Yeah. So I mean, it's, give me the, give me the elevator. Yeah. Speech is, you know, data is critical, but expensive, confusing. Yeah. Um, and just messy to deal with. And so we've tried to simplify that, you know, make, get oil and gas public data, um, affordable in an easy to use platform, you know, so, so people can kind of get the most. So whether that's, you know, engineering, geologists, mineral owners, analysts, uh, just simply, you know, salespeople looking at market intel, it's try to give people options, um, to kind of hit that. And so the bread and butter data of especially like permits through completions, production data, um, you know, I think, you know, we're, we're going to be one of the best options you can find out there. Um, how I would say, I mean, you and I were talking before, you know, kind of like, you know, how, how are you getting in front of people right now? Da, 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 you know, I, how are you presenting your product and all that stuff? And it's, it's a lot through, you know, Google Teams or Google. Yeah, whatever, I mean, whatever I, it looks we've like. lived on, on Zoom for a while and it, you know, for the most part, it works. I mean, it's we're doing virtual demos to, to walk through our product. And that's that's what people want, like especially how I migrated and focused on kind of the technology space is like I was in, like I said, frac sand, which is about as commodity as yeah. you can be. It's literally dirt. And I just kind of kept watching everything get squeezed. You know, every single tool commodity that goes into it, the cost was driven out. It just was line items. There was no value selling. And I'm like, whether it's downhole or, you know, data wise, like technology is kind of the next, the only thing left to get value from. Yeah. So I just, you know, you start looking around the, the Houston space, a lot of great startups. And it's like, that's probably where the value is going to be, where it's going to be the growth. Um, and so I just kind of started gravitating towards that. And that's kind of how we got there. Now I'm kind of losing track where we were going with the question, but it's, um, no, what I, no, what I was asking, I was like, <laughs> look, you know, y'all are actually using like Google meets and all that stuff, which I think yeah. is great for you, for y'all, y'all yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so that's where I guess all of it comes down to is these subscriptions are, you know, it, it is a big thing. I think sometimes people don't focus on it as much, but it is a big spend for a lot of these companies. They seeing it in action on a screen, being able to like test it out. Their themselves. own screen too. Exactly. It's yeah. like, I, you know, we could be in a conference room and you can stare at the computer while I do it. You know, you can, again, there if you're is, doing that, I'm checking my phone. Of course there's something to be, which I may, again, probably plenty of people are on mute and doing it when I'm on zoom anyway, but you know, at least this way it's, you know, and we can pretty kind of quickly show what's going on. It's, it's sensitive to everybody's time and attention. And, you know, there is something to be said, of course, for in-person, but, um, you know, for us being, we're, we're a software company, yeah. we're, we're a data and tech company. So for at least what we're doing, it, it definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's worked. So, so let me check this out. CSCP. Yeah. Go on. Uh, certified supply chain professional. So at this point, I do wonder if it's expired. I might need to drop the letters. I'm only, about, think I'm only about, about a quart. No, I'm about an eighth of a doctor, so I can't do that. Maybe less, 16. Can you do one? What do you <laughs> think about? So I don't have my master's name behind my, what do, you, what do you think about it? Yeah, I did that. So it's like, I got it because like I was doing sales, supply chain stuff in Fraxam or in the completions world. And so it's like, I viewed that as like, okay, this is just a, 
you know, I was in my mid twenties, late twenties, just thought it could be a uh, useful thing, another, yeah. another step. And so that's what I, I threw it on there. Cause I'm like, I'm job searching. It I looks just figured it'll come up in the title. You know, somebody will find it. So that's, you know, it's just kind of that, uh, very cliche, you know, I'll throw the letters behind the name and hopes it, it gets attention. You know, so. Justin Goche is just waiting for the day that he, how many graduates. letters will he have? It's going to be a lot. Does he have any letters? He doesn't have any letters right now. No, but I'm, but he'll he's, find plenty. he's so pumped to put that in on, on yeah. his name. That's all he's been talking about. <laughs> no, I heard on your podcast. He was, you dragged it out of him. I think at this point he, he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. But what? School? Yeah. He's just like, oh no, I don't want to do it. That's all he talks about. You, you hear the Bill Cosby comment too. Oh yeah, no, I figured we just dive right into that. Oh here. Pick up where he gosh. left off. I mean, if we want to really, <laughs> <laughs> like, what other topics can we go into the Middle East or? Middle East, Bill I'm gonna, Cosby. I'm going to yeah, bow out whatever. of all Let's that talk right about the now. Delta variant. Let's yeah, bring that well, up. No, let's, uh, we'll talk about Delta Airlines first. But it's, yeah, no, that's uh, but both, yeah, both that, bad. I do wonder, you know, like I, I've wondered about like most people getting an MBA. Like I, I've started to skew more towards I'd, I'd rather just kind of learn through the jobs I'm doing than I, I just haven't seen the. There's been a lot. Of, there's been it, a but, lot of interesting. I'm uh, Amanda Rica. I was talking about it. DRW uh, spoke about it and all that stuff. Like, unless yeah. it really, a lot of people, you know, they're, they're, they're out of work and all stuff. They're thinking, yeah. oh, I'll just get an MBA. Yeah. I'll just get an MBA. Oh, yeah. I need an MBA. But it's like, don't get it just to get it. No, I think, and from everything I've gathered, I don't even think I've asked them directly. It's like, it seems like Justin's approach has been him wanting to learn. You know, it's kind of more fueling that. For the record, like, though, he's not getting an MBA. Yeah, it's a master's. It's a of science, master's of science, right? like an energy. Yeah, I, I'm just picturing him with like test tubes and everything. I'm just going. But that's he'll, the wrong science, he'll try but, to sneak the MBA. Even yeah, it's not. not. But it's like I I remember talking to, you know, a family friend that was a CEO, and he's like, I'll always like gotta get an MBA. Like if somebody's even like if they got an MBA, like they're getting the job. And I just remember even, you know, it's like I was 23 or 24, and I'm just like that's seems dumb. You know, like what if they're, what if they're idiots? You know, like why why would that mean anything? You know, and it's just I get you learn certain things, but it's. I think certain roles require it, certain professions. Yeah. You know, it definitely makes sense. But I think if you're doing it out of education, it makes a ton of sense to kind of further. If you're just hoping like, hey, I'll spend 80 grand and then I'm going to double my salary at a new job, you're going to probably be in a pretty uh, yeah. bad spot. So it's like, I think just for too long, it was just kind of the next step of like, well, I went to school. So it's like, I guess I got to get an MBA. MBA. And I, yeah, so it's like not to, to crap on it too much. I just, I think you got to make sure you're doing like anything for the right reasons, you know, cause it's, it's just not going to be a ticket to some high paying job. Maybe like people hoped. So I, it, that's the thing. I mean, the, the, the generations before us, you know, you have to have a home, you yeah. know, it's, it's like, like, and you got to go to college. You got to do this. Like I, I didn't think there was any other option. I thought it's like, I graduated you high need school. To, I need a four year degree. And that is the only, too. only way to do. And it's like, I keep joking. My kids are nine and seven. And it's like, I just, I kind of hope the whole education system kind of collapses in the anarchy before they have to go to college. Cause I'm like, it, it doesn't work now. The, it, like how the inflation has actually gone, the cost of it versus the reward. Oh, it's a, it's doesn't make, no, it, it's not there. You can get two degrees and you will still be working like, you know, an entry level minimum wage job if you can even get it. So it's just, you know, again, if there's, we're way behind on people actually want to go into trades or, or things more practical. Like, That's going to be huge. Learn code, go into trade, like heard a crazy stat that like 70% of HVAC professionals are going to retire in five to 10 years. You know, it's like, which I, maybe it's not true. You know, that's what you get when you get your news well, from I mean, TikTok. You, you, but you get into you, stuff you, like that. I get all the breaking news yeah. from TikTok. But that's the thing though. You, you, you do that. You learn the business and all that stuff. Then you get a truck. Then you do it. It's just like, you know, uh, what 
DRW said on uh, the, the first energy group. Yep. He's like, look, you know, if I was an Uber driver, if I want to do this, I'd get five stars and I'd get my own car, then start doing private stuff, then I'd get a fleet of cars. The next thing you know, I'm in business. Yep. Start learning HVAC, learn it, get a yeah. get to get, get, get a crew. And all, next thing you know, you're in business. Yeah. And like it's just, it's it, it's um, it's not that simple. I understand. Oh that. yeah. I mean, there's all the steps, but it's the net. But you don't need to go to college to get that. Yeah, I think there's education in different ways. I think the traditional, it's like a. In case you're a uh, nimble fatty making the appearance. Hey. I'll throw up the two thumbs. <laughs> nimble fatty. You heard it here first, actually. Here first. Yeah, he's going to debut that on his, on that album he's dropping, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, so I just, I keep hoping something changes that way. You know, like by the sound of like, you know, your daughter's youngish. It's like, I just hope in this next decade that approach changes for them. You know, like just the, the teachers they deal with or what's out there is just, that's hopefully more mainstream to find alternate paths you know versus college yeah just like you're gonna go to a four-year degree like great you know get your literature arts and you'll just end up working in accounting anyway yeah you know it's just kind of i mean i don't i don't work exactly in my field like the degrees were helpful but like how many people do you talk to that like i went to school to be a teacher and i really I, think like, i, I really think unless you're a unless you're like a what an accountant a doctor a lawyer finance, so fine, yeah. something like that degree but like i mean i didn't do marketing until uh, 2019. Yeah. So End I mean, of 2019. Yeah. And I graduated 2003. Yeah. And so that's where it's, I think a lot of people just end up doing roles they didn't go to school for anyway. Yeah. So it's just, and I, again, I don't know exactly how that looks. Cause it's kind of like, we've gotten so far, it's like hard to imagine it reeling back in. Are they just going to magically make, you know, tuition 40 grand less a year? Probably not. Probably not. You know, like you can't really get the genie back in the bottle. No. So that's a good point. So I mean that I know it's not, you know, like anything, like it's always easy to complain. The solution's a little trickier. So we'll see. But I'm hoping it kind of goes that way because it's, you know, I I think a lot of com- new companies that, you know, they found during down times, they get founded by people that just see a problem. It's probably, you know, they didn't go to school for exactly that. They just but they had see the an opportunity. They, yeah. And so, and again, not, not, I'm sure like every entrepreneur will say, like, it's not easy. There's not all, very few actually truly succeed, but you know, that's at least the pattern. That, that literally is the worst thing. I, so my, the company I started has been open for about 48 hours and you're telling it's me going that, that great. is, no, you're that is literally the worst thing to tell me right now. No. Very few succeed. You know, I mean, you're probably screwed, but, uh, <laughs> but you can always, uh, drive that garbage. Shit, truck, thanks. No, no, it's. I, I think it just, again, it comes down to the the approach and how you handle mm. it. I mean, like you you clearly mm. are good putting the work behind it. So, I mean, it's, you know, like, you know, nobody, I don't think you're expecting anything to be given to you on it. You know, but like I want things to be given to me. I don't know. And they might be. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll. One day. Yeah, we'll do it one day. But <laughs> no. I mean, you, I think you've, uh, you've built up audience, you've built up approach. So, I mean, it's, you, you'll have people coming your way. Well, um, Colin, come on in, buddy. Yeah. yeah, that's some good cardboard you got there, man. High Great cardboard. cardboard. We got old Colin just walking in here, you know, not delivering nothing. Nothing. This for is us. what he uh, he does. This eight hours a day, he drops Amazon packages. That's and, it. Uh, well, so that's, that's how he that's how he trains for the, the mat. That's yep. how he trains for the mat. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I don't know where else we were going. Well, you uh, were talking about uh, me failing. Yep. Yep. No, definitely. but you have to fail to succeed. Yeah, I mean, that's I think very rarely that's not a part of it. I mean even the success story. So it's like, I'm, I'm just a, uh, again, I've come along for the ride in a startup, but at this point it's been established. I didn't have to do, uh, 
you know, putting my life savings into something type risk and all that. So it's like, I'd, who am I to talk about? It, Actually, it's a fun atmosphere though, isn't yeah. it? Like, well, that is a fun atmosphere. Yeah. No, I mean, it's every, you have to do a crazy amount of different things in a day. You know, again, that's like, I'd be, I'm printing posters to bring to tech night on the same day that I'm kind of, you know, handling, you know, triaging customer issues. I'm, oh yeah, by the way, still like trying to land some new customers. Yeah. So it's like you, you will be all over the map and it's hard to turn off when you work from home where it's like I'm responding to an email probably way late, too late. But, you know, at the same but time. But then again, that goes along with always, always working thing. Yeah. It's always working. And so it's like, but then it's like, you get just more accustomed, like, all right, I did this. And now it's like, Hey, I can, you know, run these errands or I can spend yeah. this time with my kids. You try to embrace that part, like make the most of the flexibility you get with it. But, but like you said, I mean, it's building something is obviously a, a fun thing, you know? So it's like, but you're right though, man. It's, it's, it's not one of those things where it's like, man, I always got to be grinding. Like, I mean, yesterday, like I got two cups of water, went out to the hose and like my daughter and I were outside for like an hour and a half, just throwing water at each other. You know I mean? Just messing around. Like it was just like, I could have been inside grinding and creating all, but I'm like, no, this is probably more important. I need to do this. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, you, if you want to talk about like the return of the long term, I mean, it's, that has probably way more value, you know, other than like the, the four emails you could have sent or something, yeah, <laughs> you know, no. it's like, you can still do those. I mean, it's all just balance obviously, but it's do those on the toilet. Nothing. Yeah. Why not? You, know, you already spend three hours in there a day anyway. Exactly. I'm sure everybody does. Um, I, hiding, hiding from the seven, nine year old. My daughter always goes, dad, daddy's working in the bathroom. It's like, no, I'm just getting a break from you. Yeah, sometimes you know, like alone time is important. It's not a bad you know, thing. like it's not, it's not a bad thing. Again, like it's, you Daddy's don't have to, always working you don't have to do all things all the time. You can't be all things to all people. That's, and it's again, part of like, you know, you're starting a company. Any sales guy should know. It's like not, you're not all things to all people. You can't do it. You shouldn't do it. You can't make everyone happy. Yep. As you know, as much as, you know, your driven nature might want to, it can't always happen. That's so. one of the best feelings I think to, to actually have is the uh, kind of what you were talking about, you know, you be wrapping it back up, you know, being a people pleaser, you know, duh, 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 yep. duh, 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 you know, then, you know, re- the, the, the realization of number one, not everyone's going to like you and that's fine. They're not. not the, the, oh, no. the second, yeah, Oh no, what am I going to do? Oh, no. But like, I mean, if, if you play that game, then you're not really being your true yeah. self. Oh, so yeah. you're not, you know, yeah. I mean, you talk like, I think you and maybe you and Justin talked about, it's like you, sometimes your strengths are, you know, I truly believe like your strengths are also your weaknesses. And it's like, I've always been able to kind of, you can make a friend in a room, yeah. do whatever. And so it's like, you can chameleon to that and it can work in a lot of ways. But at the same time, it's like, if you're the reverse of that is like, well, I'll avoid conflict at any cost. And, you know, just you slip into people pleaser. So it's like every, I think there's always that pro and con to, to every strength you have you know so it's kind of you gotta but ride i think that way but, but i think accepting the fact is not everyone's gonna like you you know yeah. what i mean and they're just like and that's okay yeah you know what i mean like it's it's if you start if you start kind of um in my my experience on stuff you start kind of putting who are who you are genuinely are out there and kind of conducting yourself that way and look some people, yeah. are like, oh, I'm just a dick. It's like, well, then, then don't be a dick and get out of the room. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, but I'm no, saying I mean, like, if that's if that's your niche, it's a it's a short yeah, but it's a, a short yeah. Leash, you know, but, like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but no, you are yeah, being like, an that's, asshole. That's I hate that classic. line. Yeah, but no. like, <laughs> once you start kind of showing your your genuine self and all that stuff, and, and just kind of don't care, yeah, if people like you or don't. No, I mean, I know, like it's really I think probably how I even like sound in the past year found a lot of your content was like it just you were 
putting out pretty what seemed like naturally organic things, you know, just, just like things that were just you, you know, and it's, you know, again, I think it sometimes that just resonates. You yeah, know, and just try and, stuff out, man. Like yeah. I just, I was, my daughter did my makeup yesterday because I did nice. like a commercial for a oh yeah for a, a it's kind of a, a skit for directional companies. I'll show you after this. Nice. But it's like you know I'm thinking about this. I'm like, man, I, I'm, should I be doing this? Like new company and stuff. I was like, wait, that's what got me here why in not? the first place. Yeah, why not? Let's have some fun. Yeah, that's that's one of those big things. Like if you have to pivot off what got you there, is it? Is are it you being be true? Right are yeah, you being you true? Know, like. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of, you got to keep it real. You got to keep it real at all times, but no, I mean, that's, that's a, that's the way to go for sure. Tom, what else you got for us, man? We're about to wrap this up. What else you got? Oh man, let's see what's been going on. Always put people on flying by. Dude, it always flies by. I don't know if anybody's done international travel, but. Hold uh, on a second. Yeah. So right now JP is doing the worm, breakdancing, really busting it down. Did he hit the timer again? No. Huh? Is your beautiful face. Oh, no. This is why. Got no it. memory on that card. Can no memory? Oh, so okay. talk about international travel. This, uh, so the last whatever is going to just be your face from that camera. Got it. Got it. Perfect. Um, so, you know, as the world was opening up, this year is going to be my wife and I's 10-year anniversary. Congratulations. Like, wanted to do something to, to celebrate. To, we were going to – everybody went to, to Mexico, like my in-laws, my kids. Um, and – bunch of them got COVID and you can't leave the country if you have COVID. So uh, just one of those warnings to anybody trying to get out there, just figure out the the testing, say kind of, to, you know, hedge your bets on how that could go. So, I mean, we, again, we're, we were vaccinated, but like my in-laws each got it. Uh, my nine-year-old daughter managed to get it. So my wife and daughter had to stay in Mexico for a week and a half until she was oh, no. uh, negative. And it's, it's again, and like you're uh that made you know, so July was a wild ride. I mean, like people think people think like, oh, you're stuck in Mexico. It's like, no. First no, off, they literally couldn't leave the room. They stopped their key cards from working. No, but what but so what I'm saying is yeah. like being sick and you're not and when you're yeah. not at home sucks. Yeah, yeah, and it's and again, as far as like the the result, totally fine. People are healthy. Like it's all good. Like so that that part's fine. It's like the actual like where they safe taking care of like it's but it is also it's just a bad feeling of like okay like I'm gonna leave you guys in another country. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know when. So it was, it was definitely a wild stretch, but, um, you know, so it's say anybody, you know, by all means <laughs> get out there, but, um, it's, uh, that's crazy. Try not test negative and get stuck somewhere, but some are different. I know some people you had to test negative before going, but not back. <sighs> some it's know. reversed. And so it's just kind of, but I mean, we, it's just one of those things that it's like, we wouldn't probably change anything. It just, it kind of came with the risk of it, I it guess. Just ha- it happens. Yeah. And so, uh, but and yeah, it's going to be here. Yeah. So I Look, don't, COVID's going to be here. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not leaving. It's, I mean, I, uh, there's going to be many variants of it because that's just an, the no, nature of a virus. It's part of our life and it is what it is. Yes. I mean, all the, the measures, however people feel, it's like, I just, it's all a seatbelt. It, um, it can help, but again, it, a rat, it, it's not, it's 100%. not going away. Yeah, it's not going so, away. So we did, I mean, again, we're just like anybody trying to, Make the right choice we can at the time. I'm just fatigued about it all. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's information. It's overloaded. exhausting, and it's like we're we already like our, uh, you know, our kids are do school at home anyway, so it's like we kind of have that built in. We're not worried about it, but I feel for a lot of people that are like going back to school this week and working parents and trying to figure out how this will work and not work, and it's 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 hard. I mean, there's a lot on your plate already, and then you're trying to figure out the logistics of it's a lot what's going easier on. than where we were. 
True. And yeah. I think we're just going to have to come back out. You know, I think once, you know, two or three more variants are detected, I think people would be like, okay, shit, fine. I'm just yeah. going to get vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, I think you just, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably like any other year, you know, you just kind of, it's like if you it's do like the flu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you're going to, you're going to have, it's going to be a new thing to come do out. Do it and keep going forward, I guess. You know, it is what it is, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's a, exhausting and it's like, I try to talk about it as little as possible because it's just like, I, Again, I, I'm not solving the world problems. I'm you're the not one solving brought the education it up. system. That's true. That's on me. You brought it up. That's on you. That's on me. I'll, you're taking that. I'll, I'll take the L on that one. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I don't. know. I mean, that's been the big exciting thing over the past month is uh, just dealing with that, trying to get back everybody in the country and home. <laughs> so uh, we managed to do that. But um, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I feel like this year's flying by. Like so, just, seven year old starting first grade. Uh, second. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm not even I'm not gonna keep talking. I'm gonna leave you on this. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, create we're going, some. We're going second. That's okay. second. Yeah. yeah. Um, Evelyn's gonna be second. But yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's you know and uh, it's the flexibility of kind of picking your own schedule is good. He's a math whiz and but no, so they it's you know they're they're both doing great. You know, fun age. They've handled honestly like they've probably handled everything that's gone on the past year and a half better than most adults. You know, and you know I kids are are pretty amazing when you you know how they they handle the world you know i mean a lot of questions to be well had, that also i think that stems from also kind of um what they're exposed to their parent you know what i mean like so sure. the fact that they're handling well it probably shows that y'all are doing a, a, a pretty good job of creating some sort of I don't know filter can, or buffer zone yeah maybe i yeah well it's hard to take, always impossible to take credit but it's i mean you you do what you can I yeah mean, like i'm sure you're the same way it's like you're just you're trying to do your best any day with it you know it's like you don't Sometimes you just sit there and think and be like, well, shoot, I'm supposed to have the answers. I don't have the answers. Like, I still don't even Dude, I realize, I realize, like, like, I'm thinking about my daughter and what I thought of my dad when I was at my daughter's age. I'm like, so I'm like my dad was trying to figure this shit out, too, just like me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know. You just kind of have that realization and be like, oh. Like, Wait a I'm, minute. My parents didn't have their like shit I'm, together? I'm 32, and I still am expecting that one day I'll just have more answers. And I... I <laughs> More and more, I'm realizing like that's just I have less answers. not it. That's what. So is that? Does it go in reverse? Do I think so. A, all right. Well, at least I can know I think what so. to expect. So get excited for that. Start downsliding. That's perfect. Well, everyone, you can reach out to. Uh, do you have? Is that? You got anything? You got anything else besides COVID? Uh, no, not just COVID. I just want to give tons okay. of COVID. No, um, I don't. No, I mean I appreciate being able to connect in person and uh, you know just kind of chat and bullshit with you. I mean it's been been good to to talk and learn more and. Yeah, for anything, I mean, the, the, the cheesy pitch is anything. Hey, do the pitch. Yeah, data-wise, you know, you're, you're spending too much. You're tired of it. You just want options. Come check us out. You know, you can easy it. My last name's a bear, but, you know, you can find me on LinkedIn. Otherwise, sales at welldatabase.com. Again, just trying to give people a different option out there. Like anything else, there's people have kind of used the same thing forever. And I, I think we can just kind of I mean, give them a, a pleasant surprise, you know, and a just, better alternative. And I would just so. say just tag up with Tom anyway because – uh He's fun to shoot the shit with. Yeah, um, no, meme I'm, game fire. You know, we're just doing our thing. That's it. That's it. Uh, definitely it someone is, fun so. to talk to, uh, circle circle up with, and kind of shoot. The, I appreciate you coming on today, man. No, I, I really enjoyed I, it. No, I, I appreciate it, too. I know we had to reschedule. Again, that's on on me, but, that, you know, I'll take that. Was that on you or was that on me? No, I was still ripple effect from uh, 
So it's again that was all you, not Mexico me. migration, hundred percent you, not then me. conference, and I. So I was like, you know what, I need a little more buffer, and you graciously. Well, I'm glad you me. did, man. Like, because so. I mean, I, my life was going pretty busy. It's still busy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, hustling so much. You know? Yeah. Oh, all, all the hustle. All about that grind. Oh yeah, that make that bread. Uh, no, I was kind of busy too, man. But I'm so yeah. glad you came on. Yeah, no, no, I, I really appreciate it. So I hope we can do it again another time. So. Well, everyone, thanks Thank for tuning you. in to Energy Crew with me, your host JP Warren, and we will uh, see y'all soon.